Welcome to the ADHD Open Space Podcast. My name is Gray Miller, and I will be your host and facilitator as we explore ideas, workarounds, accommodations, and other aspects of being a professional adult with ADHD. Most of this will come from my perspective as a cis white male in his mid-50s, living in the Midwest, who found out a year ago that I've been living with ADHD my entire life. I am not an expert on ADHD, except maybe in not knowing I've had it for half a century and somehow still getting by. But I promise to cite my sources, or at least admit when I'm repeating something I read on the interwebs. If I say anything you don't agree with, you are welcome to call me on it and let me know. This podcast is also part of the lead-up into the first ADHD open space happening in Madison, Wisconsin, on January 20th, 2024. You can learn more about that event both here in the show and at the website ADHDopen.space. The first 30 episodes of this podcast are also being released as part of National Podcast Post Month, Na Pod Pomo. That means things might get a little rough, but it's going to be fun. Kind of like ADHD, right? Enjoy the show. Five Reasons I Do Not Want to Write About ADHD by Gray Miller, first published January 18th, 2023 on Medium.com. There are only two things you need to know about me to frame what I'm about to tell you. First, I'm 53 years old. Second, according to my therapists, I almost certainly have been living with untreated ADHD for as long as I can remember. I write a lot about my own life. My most successful article is literally about my own experience aging. It would make sense to think that this reframing of my life through an ADHD lens would be a fertile field of ideas, stories, thoughts, and essays. In workshop after workshop, I have struggled to figure out what the overarching theme of my writing is. And it may be that the hidden theme all along was... Gray is trying to compensate for untreated ADHD. Instead of being excited about this new, rich source of content, though, I find myself incredibly reluctant to write about it. And when I say reluctant, I mean, I wrote the first draft of this article two weeks ago. I created the cover image last week. Post the goddamn article has been on my to-do list for the last five days. But it's still hard to click the publish button. Here's why. Number one, I'm ashamed. I have written well over a thousand articles about personal development. I've explored meditation, journaling, sketchnoting, relationships, communication, all within a self-reflective context. I've literally taught this stuff. And even though some of my dearest friends have had ADHD for decades, I missed it in myself. I thought I understood it, but it never occurred to me that I might have it. My personal development writer card should be revoked. What business do I have writing about anything if I didn't see this? Number two, I'm angry. Why didn't anyone else notice this? Now, this anger is primarily directed at myself, as I noted above, but there are very clear things from my earliest school records that point towards ADHD. Quote, he seems to suffer from diarrhea of the mouth, 
was a particularly gruesome term my first grade teacher used to describe my inability to stop talking about things that interested me. I hate being predictable. I used to take a sort of pride in my varied interests, my wildly tangled career path, my ability to do deep dives into subjects, my fascination with organizational systems. Now I discover that all those things are textbook ADHD symptoms. Most of them, it turns out, may just be compensatory mechanisms for the lack of dopamine transmitters in my brain. Even this whole reframing of my life story and these emotions I'm writing and talking about right now are common among adults diagnosed with ADHD. I feel like a cliché and I hate it. With all the other writers about ADHD, writing about it myself feels self-indulgent. Number three, I'm scared. I'm never going to get better. ADHD is treatable, but not curable. That means I'm never going to find the perfect system of note-taking, the one career or partner or genre or hobby that I can just, quote, stick with. I'm not going to finally buckle down, try harder, get disciplined to become the normal, productive human my parents wanted me to be. That dream of consistency, of relying on my brain to keep track of things, has to be put away. My brain just doesn't work like that. And I worry about what people will think about me if they know. I'm absolutely certain that some of you listening to this are smirking and shaking your head because you're among the millions who believe that ADHD is just a made-up thing anyway. Why would I want to write more about that and open myself up to that kind of criticism? Am I sabotaging my future employment? And hey, I've got ADHD, so it's quite likely I'll be in the job market again at some point by admitting in public that my brain is broken. Number four, I'm tired. To quote Robert Heinlein, it's amazing how much mature wisdom resembles being too tired. At least I understand why I'm tired now. It's not that I can't function as a productive and responsible adult. It's just that the system that I live in requires a lot of energy for me to function. What would a life system that supported and even benefited from my ADHD look like? You know, that would be a good idea for an essay. But I don't want to write it because I'm tired of trying yet another system, yet another routine, yet another notebook or app or creative habit. I have done a lot in the half century I've been alive, and this big new ADHD thing just exhausts me. I wanted to have things figured out by now. To be like my friends who are approaching retirement, secure in their paid-off homes and IRAs and investments. The sheer volume of what I could write, should write, would write if I were to write about ADHD makes me inutterably weary. And number five, I'm sad. Think of the children, my children in particular, who not only had to deal with my shifts in careers and lack of money sense as they grew up, but also had to put up with my temper, my depressions, my difficulty sustaining relationships, and more. Even worse, I passed it on. ADHD is genetic, and while I'm not a doctor, it's pretty damn clear to me that they've got the same traits I did. 
My younger grandson is the only other person in my family with actual diagnosed ADHD, and he's been dealing with it for about six years now. We had a great talk about medications last time I drove him home. I really appreciated hearing his viewpoint. But even though I didn't know, it still feels like I failed them, both biologically and parentally. Much in the way the culture I grew up in, from my parents to my schooling to my social outlets, failed me. They didn't know any better, and neither did I, but it's failure nonetheless. There is so much grief about what might have been different in my life. Easier, better, less painful, if I had known about my ADHD earlier and been given the tools to treat it and compensate for it. That does not feel like a fun thing to write about. And that is probably why I'm writing about it. Sure, it's just another person and another cishet white guy at that writing about his experiences. First world problems, am I right? But as much as I scream internally with anger as I read and listen to other adult ADHD experiences and see my own life reflected, I appreciate it. I even envy those who were diagnosed in their 30s or 40s because, from my perspective, they still have time. Of course, from the perspective of the 75-year-old I spoke with yesterday, I've still got a whole lot of time, too. Maybe there are worse things than trying to make it easier for people like me, adults living with undiagnosed, untreated ADHD, to find a more solid footing for their life, regardless of how bleak a landscape it seems. I don't want to write about ADHD because I don't want to have ADHD. But I do. So I will. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the ADHD Open Space Podcast. Again, my name is Gray Miller. If you have any comments or questions about the show, you can feel free to leave them on the podcast page at adhdos.substack.com forward slash podcast. Or you can email me directly, gray, G-R-A-Y, at adhdopen.space. The background music for the intro and outro are from pixabay.com and are called Funny Days Together by Background Music Lab, used under a YouTube content ID license. 